everyone. A very warm welcome to another insightful episode of Psychology Talks. This podcast where we delve into the depths of human psychology and well-being. I'm your host, Amri Nadeem. And today we have a very thought-provoking topic that bridges the gap between human uh, and uh, the physical self and the mental self. You know, the connection between mind and body. And we are so excited to explore how our mental and physical being intricately intertwined with each other. We often hear this phrase, mind-body connection, but what does it mean in true sense? How do our thoughts, emotions, our and psychological state influences our overall, overall state of physical well-being? And uh, that's why my guest today is uh, is Yudo Erasmus. His life journey is very inspiring, and uh, the uh, I I've been following him on Instagram. And the more like the more I listen to him, the more I get inspired each day. And that's why I invited him to speak about this special topic. I'll just give a little bit of brief introduction about his life because his his journey itself is very inspiring. Euro's life began uh, with intense struggle. As an adult, he got pesticide poisoning in 1980s, leaving doctors at a loss regarding treatment. Deciding to take his health into his own hands, Euro began researching and his discoveries led him to passion for finding answer to life's big question, which would hopefully one day bring him and world peace. Today, Yudo is an acclaimed speaker and author of many books, including the best-selling Fats That Heal, Fats That Kill, which, uh, which sold almost 250,000 copies. He also teaches at events hosted by Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra and has given a lot of keynote speeches. His story is testament to incredible potential within it within us all. From the ashes of his struggles emerged a man driven by an unquenchable thirst of wisdom. So you, and currently Yudo is also a co-founder of Yudo's Choice. So let's welcome Yudo Erasmus. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's I, an honor to have you. Thank you us. for, thank you for having me, having me. This is going to be fun. Yeah, definitely. We <laughs> actually, I, as I gave a little bit of introduction about you and then I told the, I told the audience that um, the, the more I listen from you on your Insta uh, profile, the more I get inspired. And just within the, a two to three minutes conversation prior to our session uh, got me really excited to talk a lot about this important topic. So I gave a little bit of introduction to our audience, but tell us in detail about that, how your life changed or how you found that purpose that you have been sharing with the other people. Mm -hmm. Well, I started, my life started in the Second World War. I was a war baby. I was born in mm -hmm. Poland during the Second World War. And I was a refugee kid when I was two and a half years old. We were fleeing on dirt roads, in horse-drawn hay wagons, mostly mothers with young children. Uh, and the communists were chasing us in tanks and trucks. 
and there was no military presence on those roads. And the allies, you know, if we think of them as the good guys, I mean, where I live, we think of them as the good guys. Well, they were using us refugees as target practice, shooting at us from planes. And so it was obviously, it was pretty intense. I don't remember a lot of it. There were dead horses and dead people in the ditches. And my mother eventually said it was too, and it was winter. So she said it was safer to go through the fields than to stay on the roads because they weren't shooting at the fields. They were just shooting at the roads. And so she took two of the six children she had with her. She had to leave four of them behind. Imagine a mother having to make that decision to leave some of her own kids behind. And I was left behind. I ended up in an orphanage. It's a long story. Everybody, it was like crazy, crazy, crazy time. And eventually her sister heard what happened and she came and she found us. And then we were reunited with the camera. And I guess for a two-year-old, that probably would have been a pretty uh, intense experience. Uh, I was, I grew up very shy. I was always like this, you know, just like, you know, and I loved books because books are safe. And I always, and for me, safety was a really big, big thing. And then I, we were in Germany after the war and uh, I listened to adults argue about really trivial things. And it always made me uneasy because they were so intense when they were arguing. And it occurred to me one day when I heard one of these arguments that, man, there must be a way that people can live in harmony. And this little cocky voice saying, I'm going to find out how. You know, now I, I was six years old. I didn't know how complicated everything is, but I was going to find out how people can live in harmony. And that's basically been my driver. And I went into science to f- figure out how things work because that gives you predictability. So that gives you a certain amount of security. And then I got into biological sciences, how creatures work, psychology, how thinking works, medicine, how health works, but medicine's only about disease. So I left medicine after one year and went back into biochemistry and genetics because I realized I'm, I learned more about health in biology where you study yeah. normal creatures functioning normally in normal situations than in medicine where, where the focus is always on disease. And so that, that's kind of like a bit of the story. I left university because I was still trying to figure it out and I, there was still something missing. And so I was went on a, on a more of a spiritual search mm-hmm. and very powerful experiences. And then I got poisoned by pesticides. Oh. That's, that's another long story. <laughs> And uh, when I got poisoned, I went to a doctor and said, what do you have for pesticide poisoning? She said, nothing. And so I I realized that uh, I was on my own. Mm -hmm. No one's going to help me. But I had the background in biochemistry. And so I went and looked in the research about nutrition and health, nutrition and disease, because the body is made out of food. So what kind of food you eat makes a difference to what kind of a body you build. And so out of that then came... Uh, information about oils and the damage done to oils. And uh, and then I thought we should make oils with health in mind. And I developed a method for making oils with health in mind. And then I started working yeah. with digestion, enzymes, and probiotics. And uh, then I started, branched out and said, what else affects health? Everything affects health. And so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now I'm working on total health, which is mm-hmm. uh, is a big topic. Yeah. And uh, and human nature, 
because we've been yeah. on this planet for a very long time and we've never actually created a teachable field of human nature where we can look at what we are and live in line with our nature because that's where all our happiness and our peace come from. We have to be living aligned with nature and in line with our nature. So that's, yeah. that's a very short version <laughs> of my story. I understand. I mean, your life is, uh, is it, your journey is very, very inspiring. And the, every event, I think, or every time you had to struggle mm -hmm. for the survival, right? I mean, especially it's, uh, from the very young age, uh, at two, two years, I mean, this, we can't even imagine a child is, yeah. is actually is trying to find life or find a way to survive. And, but I think every event is meant to happen to make you the way you are. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah. and that's, that's your strength. Uh, and, and I yeah. think that is the main reason it's there that, that you need to spread your voice to help people so, and that's what exactly right. you're doing yeah what what happens i didn't feel very supported from the on the outside because we lost yeah. our farm and we lost our house we lost our culture we lost our property we lost everything right mm -hmm. except we still had life yeah and i didn't feel very supported because you know you don't raise children in a war zone <laughs> you know so yeah. i didn't yeah. I, I didn't feel very supported on the outside yeah well, if, if a child doesn't feel supported on the outside, there's mm -hmm. got to be only one of two things happens. Either they die yeah, or they find support on the inside. Yeah. And I found support on the inside. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, you know mm -hmm. what? Through all the dramas and all the traumas that we go through, something took perfect care of us through yeah. everything. It's yeah. called life. We call it life. Yeah. And life took perfect care of me through all of that stuff. But I didn't realize that until I was about 26 years old. One day it occurred to me, oh, my God, I'm still complaining about the war. The war ended when mm -hmm. I was three. Right? <laughs> I'm still complaining about the war. And the whole time that I'm complaining and that I went through all of that, mm -hmm. something took perfect care of me. And yeah. I've never given that any acknowledgement. And maybe I should get to know it a little better. It's been very, it's been a very good friend. Maybe yeah. I should get to know it a little bit and maybe I should make friends with it. And maybe I should be grateful for the fact that it's something has taken such good care of me. Yeah. I, I want to ask that, you know, especially when people go through such traumas, yeah. they either get bitter they or they start either harming others or they harming themselves right mm -hmm. as i mean as you mentioned that you were shy it's it's a natural outcome you know when people don't find more support from outside they go inside but what happens is they either start har harming themselves and eventually that is how they harming <laughs> others as well so how do you how how did you find <coughs> that how to overcome that trauma and be more i would say take care of your mental health and be more self-aware and self-actualized right well i guess when you spend a lot of time alone like mm -hmm. i did you know <laughs> yeah. books are alone in safe yes. places yeah and then you then you're quiet yeah then you begin to discover 
that no matter what your dramas and traumas are, there is still something in you that was not affected by the dramas and the traumas. There is a piece inside of you that is your foundation. That's a part of your, your nature. There is an unconditional love within you that is taking care of you. That's called life. That's part of your nature. And so, so whether you harm yourself and harm others or you, or you become wise, I guess you could say, depends yeah. on where you put your focus. Because, that, because even when you're harming yourself, because your mind is upset and you're angry or whatever it is, even when you're harming yourself, there's something inside of you that is taking perfect care of you. Yeah. And if you, if you brought your awareness to that, which is taking perfect care of you, Mm-hmm. then you wouldn't want to harm yourself and you wouldn't want to harm other people. Yeah. Then you would feel so loved by life Yeah. that, you know, my experience of that, and it's because I, I, I take time every day to sit still and to see how still I can become and to see yeah. how deep I can go into that stillness and to see mm-hmm. how long I can stay there. Well, I feel so loved and so cared for. Then then I come out and I say, well, let's see. It's not about me getting a million dollars or getting this or getting that to try and get taken care of. I'm completely taken care of. I am so cared for that it's not about me anymore. Yeah. Right? Because if I don't feel cared for, I know where to go. And if (laughs) I feel cared for, then what is there left to do other than to say, okay, where can I help make life better for as yeah. many people as possible in as many ways as possible and right. in as broadly as possible. Yeah. So what I actually got from your message is basically it's what I also heard a lot from people and what I've read. It's actually we need to quiet our mental chatter. And that's when we actually hear our inner voice. And, uh, you know, there is a difference between feeling lonely or spending a time with yourself. It's we, we call it solitude, you know. So yeah. like a lot of people get depressed when they feel that they are alone or they try to be with someone. Mm-hmm. That is one thing. But the main okay. uh, thing is that when you need to connect with yourself and listen to your inner voice, that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's when because um, like most of the time when we are in the state of consciousness where our mind is operating with a lot of thoughts you know as uh, there are uh, there are lots of studies uh, suggesting that we our mind creates like more than 50000 thoughts per day and these thoughts are just creating because of the you know random neural connection or synaptic you know responses and if we just start listening to all these thoughts we go crazy and that's what's happening these days because people (laughs) are trying to and as i come back to you like you know you said that we need to focus so two three things which i actually uh, got from your um uh this discussion that we need to connect with yourself lower our you know uh these uh, quiet or mental chatter and then listen to the inner voice focus what, what exactly our our soul or our inner voice is telling us and that can guide us mm-hmm. uh, now my coming to the next question so how it is linked with our physical uh, health 
Okay. We, and we, let, we tell a lot about mental health, so how it is linked yeah. with physics. Okay, let me let me go let me go back for a second. When sure. somebody is lonely, yeah, and usually it's because we don't feel good about ourselves, so we want company. But we don't only want company; we want the company to make us feel better. So that means we're go we're going out to somebody and we want them to do our homework for us. Yeah. And that's the work. That's why relationships don't work so, so often, right? Yeah. Because we need to do the homework, which is to be present in our own space. And when we're present in that space, we're not we can be alone, but not lonely. Because there's nothing missing. You know, we were yeah. made whole. There's nothing missing. And then we can have a relationship that's playful and that's fun and that we can we can do something together that we decide we want to do together. But I'm not I'm not expecting you to fulfill me and you're not expecting me to fulfill you because we have to do that ourselves first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now let me go back to link between mind and body. Yeah. So one of the ways to describe it is what you think affects your body and what you eat affects your mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. You yeah. wanted a simple definition. <laughs> That's the okay. simple definition. So mm -hmm. in other words, for instance, I, you know, niacin is a B vitamin that is essential that you can't make, but you have to get it from food. When you become deficient in niacin, mm -hmm. then you get pellagra. And Pellegra okay. used to kill uh, killed a uh, hundred thousand people in North America in the 1920s, because there wasn't enough vitamin B3 in the diet. And before they died, they got diarrhea, and they got dementia, which means they had hallucinations, and they and they literally went crazy. So mm -hmm. that's a that's a, a an example of the body affecting the mind. The yeah. food that the body is made of affecting okay. the mind, right? Yeah. Okay. Another example is, you know, if I said to myself, you know, my parents spanked me, right? And they said, you're a bad boy because I yeah. was always getting into things and trying things out and, you know, doing little experiments and I wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> and so then they yeah. spanked me, right? Yeah. And I was like, you're a bad boy. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a different example. We, we worked on a farm and we had a lot of tools. And uh, I was a kid. I was just learning. I had an older brother who was better at tools than I was. And my father used to say to me, you have two left hands and mm -hmm. thumbs for fingers. Yeah. So in other words, you can't do anything. You can't do anything building. So yeah. I could never even cut a board straight. Mm -hmm. And then after I left home, you know, my father and I had a very intense relationship. <laughs> let's put it that way. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I left home and I began to do my quiet practice. And one day I looked at my hand. I said, you know, there's nothing wrong with this hand. This hand can do anything a hand can do. Yeah. And when I realized that all of a sudden I could cut a board straight. Yeah. So my because I said I can't cut a board straight because I believed my dad, then I would always <laughs> then I would always cut the board crooked. Yeah. And the moment that I changed my mind about it, I could cut, mm -hmm. cut it straight. That's how the that's how the yeah. mind affects the body. Yeah. Right? yeah. What, you, what you think you will turn into action.
You know, exactly. if 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 you don't like your life, you're not going to eat properly. If mm -hmm. you if you're depressed, you know, you're not going to do what you need to do to be healthy and to be to 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 have a good life. So the two are so connected. It goes yeah. both, it goes both ways. You know, you can you can think yourself sick and you can think yourself healthy. You can yeah. eat yourself sick and you can eat yourself healthy. Yeah, that's very right. true. Uh, and actually, I think here I would just like to. I all it always fascinates the placebo effect. Always fascinates me because you know, mm -hmm. like you take any medicine or you take any food, and but yeah. you think that if it's working for your body, it will work. And I have seen number of people who have like uh, defied all these biology and physics, and yeah. they came out of like you know. Uh, where doctors have given them, you know, last chance, they say they, 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 they're not going to survive, you know, and they did just because yeah. of their mind. And yeah. uh, it's not like whatever the medicines they eat, it's just because it, the mind has the power to heal body. And uh, what I believe yeah. is, just as I was telling you before, that our, our, we are energy. And for me, I, I believe that thoughts are the energy as well which creates the change internally and externally as well so whatever mm -hmm. we think as you said that whatever we think we become if we think we are sick yes yeah. our cells will yeah. just start deteriorating itself and you know it will demolish itself but if we think that you know we are healthy we'll definitely uh, feel more healthy and uh, no matter what yeah. doctors say or whatever the physics say or whatever the biology say, we're going to come out as you know healthy because of our mind. Right. Here comes yeah. my another question also. Sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, because as you said that, you know, these medicines create all these hallucinations and everything. So uh, I always used to wonder. And in fact, you said that there are lots of... Uh, people who can eat healthy and then become healthy or something like but there is a lot of confusion to me i mean i usually have a big con like debate or argument with my husband because he is always saying that we need to eat organic and this and this and whatever it is and he said that we need to eat this particular thing it can affect our body in this way but my question is that um we know certain part or we the research Today says something, but we never know that what comes the next. And then it, the, the same research again, we say, oh, my God, this was not working that way. So whatever yeah. you're eating and we can see like the previously when people used to think fat is bad and it's making us more, you know, gaining weight or something. And now the people are saying, no, fat is good. And, you know, we were not doing all wrong. So I don't know what to follow. <laughs> Okay. Do we yeah. eat? So, what's your uh, take on this? Well, let me let me go backwards a little bit. Okay. You know, when we can think ourselves healthy, we can think ourselves sick. You know why? It's yeah. because life itself is perfect health. Mm -hmm. Life, life itself, the energy yeah. that flows through us, that yeah. runs to everything in the body, that yeah. energy is perfect health. Absolutely. So, if we can get are thinking out of the way of that energy and let that energy flow, mm -hmm. then it's going gonna, it's gonna to be pretty good at making us a healthy body. But if we're interfering, saying, oh, you know, uh, you know I'm worried and I got this problem and, uh, you know, 
then we're actually using our mind to interfere with our life. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then the flow of life isn't as good because then we get tension in in different parts of the body and then the flow of life is not because we need to be relaxed about it. Right? And then so then we actually create we actually tell life to make us sick by how yeah. we think. Yeah. Right? So we need to get out of the way of that so that life can just flow. Yeah. And then in terms of what to eat and what we should be eating, you know, we are part of nature. There's mm -hmm. no way around. There's no way around it. We came out of nature and life created health in nature. So yeah. in order to be healthy, we need to live in line with nature and our nature. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and so in nature, when you look at how other creatures eat, every one of them, except for human beings, they eat fresh, whole, raw, yes. organic. Yes. Absolutely. And for human beings, probably mostly plant-based. Yeah. You know, there were places where there, it wasn't like that. But basically because there was a time when human beings only had rocks to hunt with, mm -hmm. you know, before we had guns and weapons and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Before we had agriculture. So we had rocks to hunt with. And when mm -hmm. the hunters only had rocks to hunt with, they came home without meat almost all the time because the yeah. animals run away or they fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they had no, when they had not, no meat, then they ate plants mm -hmm. because the plants don't run away and they don't <laughs> fight. So they're yeah. pretty easy to hunt down and kill. So human beings were, you know, we say we were hunter gatherers. Actually, human beings most of the time were gatherer hunters. Mm -hmm. They gathered, yeah. they ga gathered plants yeah. because you could depend on that. You couldn't depend on the hunters. Yeah, yeah, I completely understand your point that that nature and it's like you know we have to be in line with the nature. But again, my question is. Yeah. Like I'm just going through uh, some of the researches, especially on the evolutionary st studies, yeah. where they said that uh, humans develop into intelligence when they started eating differently from the animals. You know, that's what the point. I mean, that's what I uh, at least that's my research said. You can uh, it might not be right. Uh, mm -hmm. So what this what uh, as per my studies or my research, they say that. For example, when they started cooking or when they started eating in a different way from the uh, the wild animals, that's that's the point when they started developing intelligence, and that's when they started. So, uh, was it it's no. not correct? <laughs> no. no, because in order to invent cooking, you already have to be intelligent. So the intelligence became first. Something happened in human yeah. development. You know, genetically, there's a there's a story that I something yes. in chromosome two, there was a big dislocation between chromosome mm -hmm. two and chromosome seven. And we mm -hmm. don't know what created that, but it changed. We became capable of communication the way you we're communicating yeah. right now. The animals can't do that. They don't have that kind of, you know, they have lots of other other uh, yeah. things. So that the intel and, and by the way, animals are intelligent, too. Absolutely. They're very, yeah, especially. Uh, they're, they're very intelligent. They're even creative in their, in their behavior for survival. 
So yeah. it's not intelligence was not invented by human beings and human <laughs> beings are not the only creatures that are, that are intelligent. Yeah. <clears throat> so you have to take all of that with a grain of sand. I wasn't there 200,000 okay. years ago. I wasn't there six yeah, million I years agree. ago when, when the change happened between monkeys, you know, which are 99% yeah, of us. True. <clears throat> and what is it that exactly happened? We got a bigger brain. <laughs> we got, we yeah. got more. We were, became able to symbolize and fantasize more. <clears throat> you know, and that is a gift as well as a curse. Yeah. Because yeah. on the one hand, we can invent things. On the mm -hmm. other hand, all the things we invent have side effects, have yeah. negative effects on nature. And we can also get our, think ourselves crazy. Yeah, so so the, the, the intelligence, the mind that we develop more than any other creature is as much of a gift as it is of a curse. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, no animal makes war like we do. No, <laughs> anim, no animals beat each other up like we do. Yeah. You know, no animals talk behind each other's backs and create yeah. plots to hurt each other yeah. like we That's do. True. Right. So you have to take the, the you know, the, yeah, this, this I, great I, mind and great intelligence. You have to take that with a grain of salt. Absolutely. We're, so uh, why do you think that? Um, what is the main reason that why people get into all these negative things and what makes them do that and how we can overcome that? Oh. I know one is like one way is to spread love, but it's not easy when there is so much um, negativity around us. So I know we need to be positive. We need to uh, <clears throat> spread love and kindness, but how to do that? Yeah. Okay, so the mind is 50% for you and 50% against you. That's its mm -hmm. nature. Your heart is 100% for you. Yeah. When, when you were in your mother's womb, and this is true for mm -hmm. every human being, yeah. in your mother's womb, there was no place to go. There was nothing to do. Everything was taken care of, and, yeah. it, was pretty, and it was pretty safe. Yeah. So at that time... Where was your focus? Well, it couldn't go out. You didn't have a religion. You didn't have a culture. You didn't know anything about race. You didn't even know you had a mother, right? Because all of that was, you know, so where was your focus? Well, your focus was at rest inside, in its source, in life, and in awareness. And yeah. you basically, you could say that you started your life in deep meditation. Yeah. Right. In deep meditation or you could say deep prayer or deep contemplation or in stillness or in peace. And you literally were just in there floating in a little tank. I call it the Buddha tank sometimes. <laughs> right. It's well, just you could yeah. have made you kind of could have call it any. But it's a like so you were like in peace, mm -hmm. in love. That whole time inside. Yeah. And so you were present inside, but you weren't present outside in your focus yeah. and then you were born and then everything changed and now you had to get to know the world because it, everything wasn't taken care of anymore you had to cry for your breast milk and you had to cry for your diaper change and you had to cry if you were uncomfortable and then your mom had to guess what you needed right and then pretty soon you had to learn how to talk so you could say what you needed and you had to get to know the world and so you had to learn to communicate with people 
And in that process, your awareness, your focus of awareness went from being present inside, absent outside. It went to being present outside, absent inside. Yeah. Well, inside is where the love is. And inside yeah. is where the positiveness is. And inside yeah. is where the peace is. And because we, our focus wandered away from the love and peace that yeah. are the core of our being. We ended yeah. up out there in the world that has positive and negative. And that's yeah. where our negativity comes from, is from disconnecting from Absolutely. what is 100% positive inside of your own, inside the space that your body occupies. In yeah. that, that's where you find your God and that's why you find your peace and that's where you find your love and that's where your inspiration comes from. And when you can, and so as adults, you know, at some point, oh, by the way, when yeah. that shift happened from present inside to present outside, when we disconnected from inside, heartache yeah. began, heartache. Yes, began. absolutely. You know, that pain that you feel in your chest when something goes wrong or you yeah. lose something that you love, that's where heartache began. Heartache yeah. is the heart calling us to come back home, even though it's triggered by lots of things on the outside. Yeah, the, the trigger is not the cause of heartache. Heartache is our disconnection from ourselves that began when we were born. And so yeah. it's calling us back. And if we want to find our positivity, then as adults, we have to sit with heartache, not run away from it, not blame it on somebody, yeah. but sit with it. Because that far behind the heartache, like less than a hair's breadth behind the heartache is your wholeness. That's where yeah. your love is. That's where your positivity is. So yeah. as human beings, but we have to do that deliberately because change will always draw your focus outward through your senses for survival. Yeah. You have to figure out really quick, is this friend, is this foe, or is this irrelevant? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So senses will always take you out, but only heartache calls you back. And so you yeah. have to sit with heartache and you have to deliberately sit with heartache because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And, you know, people like to distract themselves from it. So you have yeah. to sit with it quietly, not judge it, just feel it. And, yeah. and allow your awareness to go behind it and go and reconnect with what is positive in you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I just loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and there's no other way to do it. And yeah. human beings are the only creatures that, you know, like, like a, a tree never goes away from itself. It's just yeah. there. It's just there, right? Yeah. An animal, yeah. an animal will go out into the environment and then it'll go back to itself. And yeah. human beings, because of this gift curse called the mind, we go out, but we don't go back here. We go in here, yeah. and then we yeah. live in memories and fantasies. Absolutely. And only human beings need to sit down and do this stillness practice because only human beings don't automatically go back into the space their body occupies. All animals yeah. do. So in a way, yeah. you know, we, we think of ourselves as the, the best of creation, yeah, but in a way we're the worst. <laughs> that's very true, very right? true. I think that's when we when the more the farther we go, the the bitter we feel actually. That's the painful we the pain we feel more. And that's and and that is reflected in 
lots of things you know people start feeling more depressed stressed yeah. uh, or many other mental disorder you know in the form of mental disorder they feel anxiety yeah. they may be suffering because you know because they are not they are, they are not listening to the inner calling and they are moving farther and farther and what i often say is that you know yeah there yeah yeah so, there, go ahead. there is no there is no mental illness in the unconditional yes. love that is your life Absolutely. and there is no mental illness in the in the all encompassing peace that is your yeah. foundation so Absolutely. when you're mentally ill that's still completely healthy so <laughs> you only have yeah. to shift the focus there and of course that takes yeah. practice yeah and you have to know that you can actually do that because most people never heard a story like we're telling here like yeah a, and mostly so. mostly don't believe because of their mind again they they keep asking question based on those mental chatter which they need to actually calm down or quieten right so that's one and, thing and, yeah. yeah and and we don't know that heartache is the greatest gift we've been given other than yeah. being alive because it's yeah. like thirst that makes you drink water and hunger that makes you eat food while well, the heartache makes you makes you come calls back, you yeah. home yeah right and it's true. only when you come home to what is what is positive within you that you yeah. do, you get out of you step out of the negativity your mind yeah. will always be half positive half negative that's yeah, its job that's, that's yeah. its job right Absolutely. but if you're stuck in your mind and you mm -hmm. don't know how to go to a better place that's when you start having the problem that's true right. that's true and that like our heart is calling for the oneness i would just say and yeah. that oneness we are yearning for the yeah. oneness with the nature with the universe or with the god whatever you say it's, All of it. that's what exactly we are just longing for yeah for the entire life so yeah. that's i mean i just and, loved it and and and, and, yeah. people, and people try to get it from money but it's not there and people yes. try to get it from from from, from marriage and it's not there yeah. people yeah. try to get it from kids and it's not there not people there. try Absolutely. to get it from power and it's not there Absolutely. right so all the things we do you know out there is not, not going to get us is not going to give us what we already have in here we just Absolutely. have to go home we have to come home to ourselves to experience yeah. that what we're looking for out there we've always had already absolutely we just need to to it's remember that because as you mentioned that when we come into this world we already have everything yeah. we just need to remember that we have everything and then we just need to be or i would say first of all embrace ourselves that yes we are what we can do and then listen to our inner calling I just loved it. I mean, literally, it's it's amazing. I can go on and on and on, yep. uh, but uh, the time is running out. So, just uh, I would just uh, ask you that: what would be the final note or the parting message would you like to give to our audience today? Uh, well, the, I, I guess the I guess the message is: you are much more than you give yourself credit for. Yeah. And the most incredible thing that is possible for you, you already have. You just need to turn your awareness inside, yeah. into the space your body occupies, because there you will find unconditional love, all-encompassing peace, and and inspired purpose. They're already there. They're already yeah. there. 
You're already full of it. You're already full of it, right? But you have to look to where it is. You know, it's like if I have a million dollars in my right pocket, but I only got dust in my left pocket. And then I go in my left pocket and I say, oh, I'm really poor. Oh, I'm really poor. I have no money. Because I refuse to look in my right pocket where the million dollars is. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's stupid. (laughs) And that's what (laughs) we're doing because we have... We are so rich inside. Absolutely. In feeling. Yeah. And we only look outside. That's very true. <laughs> I love this example of, you know, because we're actually not looking at the right direction where we need to exactly. focus upon. And exactly. that's uh, exactly. amazing. Yeah. The, the most incredible thing, life that you that you could have, you already have. Yeah, that's true. And uh, just go, tell go, our audience. Go to where it is in, in the yeah. space your body occupies. Absolutely. So tell our audience that how they can reach out to you if they need any help or especially if they need uh, your oils or about your yeah. products. So what are the yeah. best, what is the best way to yeah. reach out to you? I have a website that's uh, Udo's Choice, U-D-O-S Choice.com. Okay. And okay. on that, we talk about oils and, and uh, uh, making oils with health in mind and essential fatty acids. And then I work with digestive enzymes and probiotics. Uh, because digestion is the second most neglected area of nutrition. Oils is the worst. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I have another website uh, called The Udo, T-H-E-U-D-O. Okay. And that's okay. in progress. That's where I talk more about this, what I, we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, Insta- I'm on Instagram. I have a YouTube yeah. channel, Udo Erasmus. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I'm on Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn. So oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not hard to find. If you just punch in and Google U-D-O, it's okay. my first name, yeah, you'll, you'll find me on the first page. <laughs> okay, there are great. not very many people called Udo. On the <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will share all the links. I think I have already shared about your, your Insta and your website already yeah. in the comments, but I'll also share your about your Facebook and yeah. your other website so people who really need your help can reach out to you easily. So thank you Perfect. so much uh, for this lovely discussion. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I was actually looking forward to it uh, the moment you actually agreed to uh, coming on the podcast. So yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, for, we, can, we can do more if you want. Absolutely. I would love to. Yeah. Maybe we can have another session about like you talk a lot about the oils and the physical yeah. health, because I think yeah. actually I wanted to uh, talk about the physical aspect, but actually I was so much interested to talk about yeah. the mind and the spirituality. So yeah. I'll definitely. Yeah, I'll let's, let's do it. Let's do one on oils. Yeah. Sure, sure. Definitely Perfect. do that. So thank you. Thanks all to right. the all uh, audience who joined us today uh, in live and those who are actually even uh, t- watching this uh, in, as a recorded. So thank you so much. And take care and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.